Well, let's head to the village of Lytton today, where there was quite the sight. 250 days after a wildfire tore through the village, the, a wildfire that all of us saw, or most of us saw, destroying it. The process of removing debris got underway today. Again, it's been nearly eight months. The mayor encouraged residents to return to their properties today. He was quite emotional to sift for, sift for belongings as debris removal and cleanup got underway. Jan Polderman said there will be time limits in place for sifting as sites will need to be totally remediated before they can be opened up and the village can rescind the state of emergency declared last summer. Well, yesterday, the province of BC announced more money for the recovery and rebuild, another $18.4 million in funding, which will cover the work that began today and provide temporary accommodations for staff, consultants, construction workers, and so on. They've started with clearing the municipal building, but here's Mike Farnworth, the public safety minister, about that money. This will cover the substantial costs of debris removal, archaeological work, and soil remediation for all the uninsured and underinsured properties in the village. It seems remarkable, but again, it got underway today, some clearing of debris, first around municipal buildings. They haven't gotten to individual homes yet. And it's still going to be slow going, according to the mayor, Jan Polderman, who spoke yesterday about this. Once all the toxic materials are removed, then the townsfolks will be allowed to re-enter the town site. At the moment, the town site is still considered toxic. No word on just how long this may take still. Now, of course, the cause of the fire remains undetermined. The impact still clear, unchanged tonight. This town very much other than what was removed today looks like it did in the days after uh, the fire itself. 187 of 193 of the residential and business properties suffered damage. 124 or two-thirds were damaged or destroyed or materially damaged, as they call them or destroyed. Well, joining me now is Lytton homeowner Jennifer Toss. We've spoken to her in the past about progress. We saw a picture of her home uh, tonight on Global News. I hadn't actually seen a picture of your of the blue home, Jennifer, so it was uh, even more uh, impactful that way. I just wanted to hear your reaction. Well, welcome to the show, first of all. Thanks, thanks you for coming back. Hi, thank you, Ben. And just your reaction to the fact that work at last, we saw some movement today. Yes. Um, I was just saying to a friend, I think this will be the first interview I'm doing where I'm feeling somewhat actually hopeful (laughs) and not entirely cynical. Yeah, we saw some movement. So what brought that hope? I know it's been a very long time, but I guess there was a moment there when we spoke uh, last month where there was even a belief that maybe we wouldn't see this day come. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, the hope, the hope is coming from feedback. I, I had a, a nice phone call from um, the recovery project manager this afternoon, personally assuring me that my debris removal will be able to go forward as planned. That was a big deal. Um, I'm getting the idea that people are moving forward. People are starting to get their debris tested. Um, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Um, nothing's going to happen fast enough. I'm. I'm hoping that the May deadline to get at least the first part of the village is um, is met, uh, cleared, is met, yeah. I guess just for listeners who may not know, um, yeah. just a little bit about, about your ties to Lytton and what was lost on that horrific day. Um, well, I lived there with my son from 2015 to 2019, and then we moved um, back to my hometown of Tuathan. I 
retained tithes in Linton. I kept the house that we bought and then I purchased another few investment properties that were rental income for me. But I was up there a couple times a month. I had my motor home up there. I lived there in the summers and spring break. I was there a couple days before the fire when it was 49 degrees. Moving in for the summer, um, I taught at the elementary school and the high school. I feel myself very much part of the community. How is it? Yeah. How has it been? I mean, obviously, we've we've seen and and followed what's happened since that. Really, the the town re- village remained almost as it was through several seasons. How yeah. has the community been able to stick together? Is there still that sense of community even today, seven months later? Absolutely. Um, I wager even more so. I think I've connected with um, community members I didn't know so well in the past. Um, I think we all have a common goal to get back into the community. People are really working together behind the scenes. I think the community's there. We're waiting for those fences to come down. That's right. And I guess you did explain last time just the sheer amount of work that needs to be done, but there there are a lot of... um, a lot of hurdles to jump for you before you can get going. The the house that that burnt remains as is today, I I understand. That's right. But um, I am hoping to um, have the debris removed on March 16th. And it looks like that deadline might be capped. (laughs) Like I say, I got a few reassuring phone calls today. So my nerves are a little bit less um, prickly, I guess. Yeah. So um, there's hope. (laughs) Well, that's great news. I mean, honestly, last time I think you read me a list of the things, the hoops you're going to have to jump through. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the hoops you're going to jump through, and it sounded ominous. So uh, eight days from now, a week from tomorrow, you may actually see some movement on your property. What needs to be done uh, for your Um, your places? Sure. Um, First of all, cloud permit, those things that I read off to you, has been taken down. So that's that's good. Um, The permitting process has been streamlined. Um, What needs to be done for me, I've had my decree tested. As far as I know, I'm the first insured resident that's gone ahead and done it independently from the group demo. Um, So once the debris is tested, I'm waiting to hear back um, from the Ministry of Environment. I think there's a report that needs to be done for them. But um, Bonnie Campbell from the Archaeological Assessment, um, the Cumshine Heritage Group, has gotten back to me said we're pretty much good to go so the announcement yesterday that all of that would be covered the heritage monitors was very welcome news um so what remains to be done is getting the stuff off the property and making sure that it's safe i'm really looking forward to having a picnic that's my goal i'd love to have a picnic on the property this summer um but we'll see yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you'll invite all of us to that. It would be a, sounds like, <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds, sounds like a great idea. A picnic in Lytton to celebrate yep. it being back. Absolutely. Uh, for, for listeners who, who either don't know or forget, it, it is a very complicated site, is it not? Uh, yes. Because the archaeological site and so forth. So that has also been uh, one of the things that has slowed things down. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I guess the archaeological part of it was a bit of a bone of contention between the province and the insurance industry. Not too privy with what happened, but it sounds like the province um, ended up taking on that cost, which I personally am grateful for. Um, I know everyone's heart's in the right place. It's just been very frustrating. Yeah. And of course, the flooding um, later in the year didn't do any favors for the area either, I gather. Absolutely not. Even now, I think... um, 
the highway between Lytton and Lillooet somewhat compromised. So there's always um, accessibility accessibility concerns with Lytton. We've been cut off in the past with, you know, slides and different, you know, even just a car accident can cut us off. So what what is the near what does the near future look like? You have eight in eight days, I gather. You're hoping, and and, and this looks pretty yeah. positive. You'll be able to start clearing some debris finally. Yes. Uh, that's from the little blue house, I gather, that I saw earlier. Uh, is that's that right? right. Actually, I have a few other properties. I have a couple of rental little units that will also right. be cleared. So, and so, what happens after that? Um, well, <laughs> to be perfectly frank, I think I'm going to wait out to see what happens with the bylaws that have been introduced. They're very restrictive in what we can build. I'm hoping to advocate that we can um, rebuild in a, a bit more of an organic manner. Um, it's pretty regimented, like we can't have barbecues or, you know, the setback from the road is six meters. And for a 30 meter wide road, that seems excessive. Not being able to store RVs on property. Um, there's a lot of um, unknowns around that. So I'm waiting to find out about the bylaws to see exactly what I can build. It's frustrating for people that are insured with a two-year time limit. If we don't rebuild or start to rebuild and settle our claims within two years, we have to apply for an extension, um, basically go through like legal channels <laughs> um, right. to, to, to get that extension. So there's a, there's a really sort of sense of urgency it's very time sensitive. So yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the bylaws and I'm waiting to see kind of how the dust settles. Of course, we have a by-election coming up in April where two council seats, vacant council seats will be filled. And then of course, in October, November, there'll be a, a change of, perhaps a change of mayor and council. So right. that might bring a, a fresh a fresh aspect, a fresh look at um, the, the rebuild and, and the potential for the village. Yeah, I was good. I, I just had a, a few more quick questions for you. I guess the sure. one of the things that's interesting is, is I guess the new Lytton, however it's rebuilt, right. whenever it's finished, is going to look different from what was there. At least as as, as far as these bylaws are concerned, it's not. It's going to be a different. Yeah, place, I, I mean gather. that of course is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, still, but um, I think yeah. we can build back better. I think people want to want to um, you know be creative with their homes. I think. There's some great ideas. I've heard people even talking about straw bale or cob buildings. It would be nice to see those sort of um, out-of-the-box ideas explored. Uh, also, Lytton needs more density, so I hope that's looked at as well. One of the things I was struck by today was that, of course, I guess it's been a really emotional time for everybody, and nerves Certainly. have been raw. I mean, so I, I, one of the, I guess, as a parting thought, so today we saw those diggers go in, we saw the images of them, how would you assess today in this long seven-month, 250-day journey since that, that <laughs> awful day? Honestly, today was a little bit of a photo op. But nonetheless, <laughs> sure. it is encouraging. Um, it, is, it is breaking ground. It's um, showing there's political will. Um, I think everybody would like to see movement on the ground. It is, um, it's not a good look for anyone to, to be driving through Lytton and seeing it look exactly the same as July 1st. Um, you know, obviously there's small changes, but basically the same. So I think, um, you know, from what I'm hearing, people really want to see this happen. So I feel like I've got more support than I ever have before getting the debris removed. Everybody wants to see equipment on site. Um, and there seems to be a bit more consensus about making that happen. It's, 
it's obvious that the delays are a little bit excessive to say the least, unprecedented. So um, yeah, I think I think now people are realizing that this needs to happen and it needs to happen now. Well, Jennifer Toss, I'm glad to catch you in your first upbeat interview about what's <laughs> yes. happened in Lytton. That's a great thing because clearly all of us have been watching from the outside as well. And we all of us remember that day. I was actually not, I think I took the train from right. Jasper to Vancouver just a few days. And we went, it goes sort of near near Lytton, obviously. Um, yeah. Just a few days before as the heat dome was settling in and people were talking about the heat dome on the right. train as we were going through Kamloops. And just wow. to remember that day, that awful day. So it's, it's great to hear that... Uh, that things are looking up. Somewhat, yes. Thank you very I look, much. I look forward to that picnic. Okay, thanks, Ben. <laughs> All right, Jennifer. Have, have a great night. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Bye.